Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mid-America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.03, it's a clear sky and 32 degrees downtown at the Arch. Today is Tuesday, December 27th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top story this hour, as you heard from CBS News, an awful day for Southwest Airlines flyers. 80% of Southwest flights at Lambert canceled or delayed today, according to FlightAware. The federal government says it will investigate why Southwest lags so far behind other carriers after the winter storm. Conrad Stoll, a 66-year-old retired construction worker in Missouri, says he planned to fly from Kansas the city to Los Angeles for his father's 90th birthday party on Southwest. And I didn't want to go anyway, so this is kind of good in a bad way. Was going to go to that party until his flight was canceled today. I really wanted to see my mom because I went there in 2019 and she looked at me and said, I'm not going to see you again. I said, no, mom, you probably aren't going to see me again. And she's still alive. So it would have been a great opportunity to give her one more. She's 88. A proposal by several local lawmakers to use part of Missouri's $6 billion surplus to widen Interstate 70 is being shot down by Senate President Caleb Rowden. He says any expansion should have at least 40% outside funding since that's how much out-of-state traffic the interstate carries. To make uh, Missourians pay for 100% as opposed to paying for 60% um, is a little bit short-sighted in my view. Um, I, I don't think it's a... It's not a feasible uh, solution anyway, legislatively. Without Rowden's support, any bill to widen I-70 would not get very far in the upcoming legislative session. Three months ago, the St. Louis Archdiocese wanted to shut down Rosati Kane Girls High School. Now, after negotiations, the school has reached a deal to keep going. Cynthia Gowdy is committee chair for Rosati Kane Forever. The new partners are the sisters of St. Joseph Condolet. They uh, actually were the uh, nuns that started Rosati Kane 111 years ago. A deal to lease the historic Central West End campus from the Archdiocese will operate under the name Rosati Kane Academy. St. Mary's High School campus on South Grand is like the welcome sign to Dutchtown, says Maureen McEwen with St. Joseph Housing Initiative. She says if that school had shut down, it would seem like no one cares. Yes, she says it's a school. But it's also so much more than a school. And really, um, there's, there's just a feeling around the school that that there's a commitment and a responsibility to give back to your community. St. Joseph Housing Initiative, which is being which is turning abandoned Dutchtown properties into affordable places for first-time home buyers, has its offices at St. Mary's. McEwen says St. Mary's students are their biggest volunteer base. 
A pair of 17-year-old boys were shot over the holiday weekend. The 17-year-old killed just after midnight Sunday is identified as LaShawn Bell. He was found shot on Fall Street in Cahokia Heights, and the major case squad is seeking a suspect and a motive. Another 17-year-old boy who has not been identified was critically wounded when police say he accidentally shot himself inside a home on Vermont Avenue in the Carondelet neighborhood in St. Louis Monday afternoon. The circumstances of that shooting also remains under investigation. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Congresspeople Cory Bush and Emanuel Cleaver sent a letter to Governor Mike Parson urging him to grant clemency and halt the execution of Amber McLaughlin, who was scheduled to be executed January 3rd. St. Louis City and County are back in the high category for COVID cases and influenza cases are the highest in a decade. And here, the curve have, is not even a curve. It's a vertical line up for influenza cases. St. Louis City Health Director Dr. Mari Hachwayo Davis tells CBS it started with RSV. And then you have with that rounding out that triple threat COVID, which while we aren't in the peak numbers that we saw in the pandemic, we certainly have not lost COVID. It is still with us. And those numbers are beginning to increase too. So in totality, these respiratory viruses that we know, we know always are with us in the wintertime, are at record numbers this season. Hachwayo Davis adds a high-quality mask, hand-washing, social distancing, and getting vaccinated do protect you. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Downstate Illinois is tired of feeling like Chicago is looking down. I would say it's pretty well anti-Chicago. Lorette Newland with Illinois Separation Referendum says that's why an almost perennial movement to break the state up into two parts is picking up attention again. But she says unlike in the past, there have been actual elections to take the temperature. Nobody has done a county-by-county referendum where you've actually got actual votes and it's Solid data. About a quarter of Illinois counties have passed non-binding referendums encouraging talk of a divorce that includes a sliver of Madison County. The First Mid Bank and Trust business desk, if a pipe burst at your home... It's a waiting game when it gets as cold as it did over Christmas weekend. Charlie Beast of Beast Plumbing says there's not much his team can do. It, I mean, we could have a plumber at your house for eight hours trying to thaw a house out. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's one of those things where there's not a whole lot you can do until the water unthaws itself and then... Then it's kind of cross your fingers and yes, get a hold of your get a hold of your plumber and be on the list because there's a long list for every plumber in this area. He says a good rule of thumb is to know where your water shutoff valve is located and to check it. Make sure it's in good working order and not corroded. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. As we continue on KMOX, it's been hard to avoid the news about Southwest Airlines' meltdown over the last few days. If you haven't seen the headlines, maybe you've heard from a family member who's been stuck somewhere or their luggage has been lost somewhere. Uh, it's been all over the place. And to help us understand this, we've got Mike Boyd of Boyd Group International joining us. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us, Mike. My honor, sir, my honor. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what happened here. All of the airlines had to deal with this winter storm, but it was Southwest Airlines that melted down. What went into this? Well, number one, every airline had double-digit cancellations. Let's start with that. The difference is we had a 100-year event. This was a 100-year event we have never had before. The Midwest and the East Coast had any manner of weather problems. As a result of that, we have a situation, we had a situation where Southwest didn't have the, you know, a, a robust enough system to handle the remediation of that disruption. 
That doesn't mean they did anything wrong. They've just never run into a uh, 100-year storm like this before. Other airlines had more sophisticated systems, and that's bottom and the end of it. And when it comes to these systems that the airlines use, how do uh, the so-called big three track their crew movements? And, you know, some of the stories we've seen about Southwest uh, not knowing where their employees are, saying, call in. You may have to wait on hold for a long time, but we need you to call and tell us where you are. Do the other airlines uh, have systems where they have to, to do things in that manual of a form? No, because if American Airlines wants more agents to come to Kennedy, that's exactly how they would do it. I mean, it's not like they have you know, their big brother that keeps uh, a record of them or keeps a track of them. But the point of this is, like, we had such a huge disruption, and Southwest just didn't have a system in place to deal with a disruption of this size. This never happened before. Probably won't happen again. But it's not like Southwest failed. They didn't anticipate this anymore than anybody else did, but they had systems that really had the capacity of handling it. Southwest didn't. That's all, all there was to it. They never needed it before. They need it now. So do you think that this uh, might spark some some changes at Southwest, or might they look at their computer systems and networks and say, uh, we've, we've used this for a while, it's served us well, but now it's time for an upgrade? That's what they're doing all the time. And that's why we've got to be very careful and not turn this into a uh, you know, political football where we're going to get Southwest for not doing this. It, it, no one really knew this was going to happen and now they're going to be doing other things, but it wasn't like they had a system that was horribly, horribly remiss. It worked up till now, and they're a great airline, but the fact is it was something overwhelmed their system. Other airlines didn't anticipate it either, but they had systems in place that had the capacity to handle it or handle it better. How unprecedented is it for an airline to, to basically say they are doing some flying, but they've essentially said, we're going to take a few days and shut down a lot of the system and just spend some time resetting and restarting. I don't think I've heard of that before. I have an, there's a couple issues here. Number one, you know, the airplanes, you know, it's, it's, it's probably the biggest airline in America in terms of airplanes being all over the country. That's one major problem for them. But the other thing is we're getting to the end of the month. And, and at the end of the month, pilot time, flight attendant time runs out. And as a result of that, um, what they're going to be doing is looking at, uh, you know, picking up again in January. But they might not have the pilot time. Uh, it's been been used up in these delays. And when it comes to these delays uh, on the customer side of things, um, what are the rules or are there rules? Or maybe there are customs but not, uh, you know, written down procedures to follow. But, you know, if somebody gets stuck in a strange city, maybe an expensive city, and uh, the airline says, uh, it's Sunday, we've got you rebooked for Friday, um, you know, does, does the airline help uh, with uh, costs for a hotel and that sort of thing? Usually not. But let me put this in context. You booked a seat on a big metal machine that's going across the sky. The metal machine is run by the hand of man. The air traffic control is run by the hand of man, and God handles the weather. Things like this can happen, and yes, it, it is you know, very, very disconcerting, especially at Christmas time. But it's not something that the airline industry really can do much about. But now they'll do what they can, but it's not like there's rules there where they leave them hanging. We can't do anything about it. So what's the recourse if somebody's at uh, an airport, they're looking at their bank account, and they say, I can't, I can't get a hotel. Um, is their option just to, to sleep at the airport, I suppose? I don't know. Could be. No question about it. But uh, the airline can't do a whole lot. Another thing is, in a lot of cases, these, the hotels are all full anyway. 
So it, it's a challenge. There's no question. And there is the issue of, look, you stranded me here in St. Louis, and I can't get to Sacramento. Therefore, you know, what are you going to do for me? I can understand where that's coming from, but I don't really know what you can do about it. Again, we all take, we you know, we all of us know flying is not a guaranteed thing. Mike Boyd of Boyd Group International helping us to uh, sort through and understand this uh, situation right now. Thanks for the time, Mike. All right, sir. Have a good evening. Have a good New Year. Now, three things to know. Number three. A deadly statistic may be easing slightly this year. St. Louis may be able to avoid reaching 200 homicides for the first time in three years. As of Tuesday, there have been 194 people killed in the city limits, the same total as 2019. Last year, the toll reached 200 exactly, after 263 died in the chaos of 2020. While not reaching 200 may be a small victory, keep in mind there were 15 homicides that were deemed justifiable this year, and those do not count towards the total. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Number two. Don't look for the state legislature to use some of Missouri's $6 billion surplus to widen Interstate 70. State Senate President Caleb Rowden says he's open to proposals that would have matching federal dollars fund freeway expansion. I just don't think saddling Missourians with, with uh, the entire load is, is, is probably the right answer to the question when there are some other answers that don't do that. Rowden notes about 40% of the traffic on I-70 is from out of state. Number one. Frustration is mounting at Lambert Airport as Southwest Airlines customers see their flights delayed or canceled. Delay, delay, delay. I want to go home. It's okay. We have family here. We're lucky for that. And just hoping that we're going to be able to get on the next plane tomorrow. I rerouted, got a, a flight two or three days down the road. Probably should have just, you know, done that to avoid the hassle. But everyone's doing the best they can. And... It's tough. Some travelers told Fox 2 their flights were delayed or canceled because they lacked pilots or flight attendants. I think we need to tell people this is not how you handle this. I mean, there are a lot of people here. I'm not afraid to speak up. I'm so overdone with Southwest. I'll never, never. I still, to this point, don't know how I'm going to get home. Well, as we continue on Total Information PM, this is not the way many people wanted to end their holidays. The Southwest Airlines problems that we've seen across the country. Of course, St. Louis is a major market for Southwest, so we've had plenty of these issues uh, dealt with here in St. Louis as well. Joining us on KMOX is CBS News travel editor Peter Greenberg. Uh, and Peter, uh, can you first of all give us the context? Why did everybody had to deal with the weather? Why did Southwest have these problems? You're right. Everybody did have to deal with the weather, and the weather forecasting was pretty accurate. So it allowed many airlines to do what we call preemptive cancellations, where they could do it 48 hours out, keep their planes and their crews in place, and be prepared then to restart their operations when the storm passed. In the case of Southwest, they tried to do that as well, but they had an internal problem with their own communication system, antiquated equipment, antiquated technology, where they really had tremendous difficulty uh, communicating to their pilots, to their to their flight attendants, to their operations guys. They didn't even know where their planes were. Pilots couldn't communicate as to which planes they were supposed to fly. Uh, it completely melted down. So to give you an idea of the numbers we're talking about, United Airlines canceled, let's say, 5% of their flights yesterday. JetBlue, 6%. American, only 1%. Well, Southwest yesterday, it was 70%. And 65% today and they've already told me that 62% will be canceled tomorrow. They've essentially thrown in the towel 
because they've lost control of their operation. How uh, unprecedented is this for an airline to basically, they're not completely shutting down, but to have to say, we need to take a breather for a few days and, and really just step back? You know, it's happened before somewhat less than this with Continental a couple of years ago when they were integrating a new computer system. It happened with United. But these were outages in their computer system that they were able to fix, and it didn't deal with communication to their, plane, to their pilots. It dealt with dispatch and fuel load and weight. And, of course, you can't push back from the gate unless you know how much you weigh. Uh, but in this situation, it's basically the first time we've seen an airline essentially saying we have to shut down more or less for all intents and purposes. And that's one of the reasons why Southwest is telling their passengers today that for, you know, for many of them, the, the earliest they can rebook might be Sunday or Monday. So what does this mean for folks who are on the customer side and they're stranded somewhere? Uh, what's the rule, first of all, for uh, booking on other carriers, uh, paying for hotels, uh, that sort of thing? And then uh, maybe not the rule, but what employees have been uh, wound up finding themselves doing in the last few days? Well, actually, there is a rule. Uh, there are a couple of rules. Uh, the Department of Transportation has one rule that says if the airline cancels your flight for any reason whatsoever, you're entitled to an immediate refund back to your original form of purchase, even if you purchase a so-called non-refundable ticket. The other rule that's been recently into place is that if the delay or cancellation is caused by a problem that's under the operational control of the airline, which means not weather, then you're entitled to a room at a hotel, a meal, compensation, and getting you home as soon as possible at the airline's expense. In this situation, when you look at the number of flights that were canceled by other airlines during the weather, and the number of flights that were canceled by Southwest, it's very clear, and in fact, Southwest CEO admitted as much, that this was an operational problem within the airline. And so I fully expect the DOT, which is now investigating this, could come out with some serious consequential fines against the airline. And towards that end, the airline probably figures they're going to be coming, and you'll see Southwest probably take a proactive stance in the next 24 to 48 hours in compensating passengers and reimbursing some of those expenses. Now, for a city like St. Louis, where Southwest really came in and filled the, um, you know, they don't call them hubs, but they filled the uh, TWA void with a lot of connecting offerings here in St. Louis. And so there might not be a lot of other choices on other airlines. What's your advice for folks in a city like St. Louis? Well, it's more than just not having choice. Southwest Airlines doesn't have interline agreements with other carriers that would allow them to endorse your ticket over to a competing carrier to, to take that flight. Uh, American, United, and Delta have those, but Southwest does not. So if you're flying on a Southwest ticket and Southwest is not operating, then you're not flying unless you go out and make an additional purchase at the last minute of an expensive one-way ticket on another airline, assuming they even have space. And during the holidays, you already know the answer to that. They don't. CBS News travel editor Peter Greenberg, thank you so much for the time and for the advice. You got it. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 